mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Table Mothers. I'm Jessie Ware and Lenny's just walked through the door, hot off a city airport flight from Scotland. Actually, it was Gatwick, darling. And I just want to say Cully Sparrow to everyone. Cully Sparrow, mother. I haven't seen you for 12 days. I know, God. But I did see you in Corfu, didn't I? Which should be very much enjoyed. Yeah. You've been telling me that Scopolos is the greenest island, Mum. You've been lying. Darling, it's still the best. <laughs> I very much enjoyed you. Corfu. have to tell you. There is something about going to Greek islands, though. That I get recognised. Now I know you say that it's what, my the wine. Same Greek island you've been going to for the past no. thirty-two years. You'll get recognised. No, oh, Corfu. I had two people on the beaches there. Really? Saying are you Lenny? You and Alan Carr, national Alan. treasures. No, as you would say, and I say, how did you recognise me? Because Jessie says it's my whiny voice. Is that it? And they say no, not at all. I have to say, Alan Carr. Gets not to take it away from you, Lenny, and your fame. Um, <laughs> Alan Carr gets people kind of touching him. I know to get selfies. No, but like people just feel like they know him fully. I mean, shaking his hand, like being like Alan, like they're but old he's friends. He's a warm, cuddly person. Yeah, he's fab. But I was like, wow, this is wild. Do you think there'd ever be any possibility that we could have a little collab with Alan? I think. It's on the cards, Mum. Let, I'll, I'll speak to think? Alan, we'll make it work. Okay, darling. So, yeah, I've been in Corfu for a month. Yeah. Filming, having a lot of fun. We're back. Yeah. We have a massive pop star coming this evening. Huge. She, I've known her for a very long time. We were kind of both doing dance music at the same time. She was a vocalist for Rud- Rudimental and then just emerged as kind of one of the biggest pop stars um, well, she's international. She's called Anne-Marie. Everyone knows her. If you don't know her, I don't know where you've been, but you will definitely have one of her songs in your ear. She's fabulous. And she's coming over for a meal that I'm cooking. Now, she's apparently a vegan. She's a vegan that doesn't like a few things. So... What have you made? It could go one way or the other. Okay, darling. Well, she said she liked vegan moussaka, so I thought that I'd do instead of moussaka. You've by the way, a... I've changed my mind about 10,000 times this morning. Yeah. And so I, I was ready to do loads of different ones. So I've done a... a, a stuffed, deconstructed. Well, no, it's a stuffed aubergine. Okay. It's based on Mirasoda's um, stuffed aubergine. It's with walnuts, but I didn't have enough walnuts, so I put pui lentils in there. It's with jarred red peppers, cumin, cinnamon... Um, onions. You haven't made it spicy, have you? I haven't made it spicy because she doesn't like spice. So, basically, it's, yeah, a stuffed aubergine. So okay. that's kind of like the main thing. And then, a friend of mine called Mash, she put up a vegan potato salad 
the other day. I think this is really clever and brilliant and it was so quick to do and it tastes delicious. Tinned artichokes, a tin of artichokes, put it in the blender with some tahini, lemon juice, salt, a bit of garlic, loads of olive oil, zhuzh it up until it's liquid. It'll be kind of like a thick liquid. Um, if it's too thick, loosen it up with a bit of water or a bit more olive oil. And then you mix that in with the potatoes and some red onion. And I'm just going to add some rocket because I don't have any like lamb lettuce. But um, and it makes kind of a creamy sauce. And it was so quick and it tastes really good. I actually had a little bit with my salmon this lunchtime. Um, so I'm doing that. And then I've done something very quick. I've got coconut yogurt. Um on the bottom with griddled uh, courgette and a kind of, um, I know that she probably isn't going to have this Anne-Marie, but I just did a kind of, it's a basil, lemon and chilli and oil um, vinaigrette on top. So, okay. It's a really hot night. Yeah. And so I just thought maybe something fresh. Maybe I should have played it a little safer. Um, yeah. I've just seen on her Instagram that she did the summertime, Capital FM summertime ball where she was kind of line dancing in cowboy hats and, 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 and fabulous in outfit weather. in this heat. Um, it looked schwitzer. Anne-Marie coming up on Tableman. Anne-Marie is here. Hello. With brown hair. I have, yeah. I know. Looking brown gorgeous. Brown hair now, yeah. Do you know what, I've wanted it for a while. But I kept blonde. Is that your colour? This is my natural colour, yeah. And I've wanted it for ages, but I kept blonde and kept blonde. Why? I, thought, I just thought, because I haven't had this colour since I was like 16. I, I, I've never met no. you with brown hair. And I've no. probably known you over 10 years now. Yeah. So I thought, after having it that long a time, I thought, I, don't, I won't suit dark hair. So I just kept blonde. Or like I went like pink and orange and stuff and never went brown. And I just was like, no, I'm going to do it this time. And everyone around me was like... Are you, are you sure? Okay? Are you okay? Are you going through a <laughs> crisis? Like, are you, you know, all this stuff. And I grew up my roots so far that no one could say I couldn't do it because it looks so bad. But you must have <laughs> Irish blood. Um, Why? Because she's she called Anne-Marie. No, she looks Gaelic. The blue eyes and dark hair. You know what? I don't know. Everyone thinks that I am. For some reason, I'm just... Everyone says you you're look, Irish. You look... Or Scandi? Yeah, I've had that. But I, my second name is Scottish. Nicholson. So, and actually yeah, wearing tartan as well. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, so, you know. Celtic and Rangers, there's still a bit of Irish. But in I that. did do that DNA thing, you know, and? the Smith thing, and I was like, I'm so excited because, you know, I want like loads of stuff. Well. And it was just like 99.9% British. Oh, oh I'm sorry. English. I'm so and then sorry. I know it was. <laughs> and then everyone was like, it's so rare. And I was like, Ugh! <laughs> I hated it. I, was, I wanted a little exotic. Yeah, yeah. I wanted a little something. Um, How does it feel? Do brunettes have more fun than uh, blondes? I feel like honestly a new person, like in just, a good way. Yeah, a new person. Like just, I feel like I've had a transformation for years now of like trying to be really comfortable with just naturally who I am instead mm. of putting on all this stuff. And for years, hair was like a thing that was my like, I'm gonna do crazy hair because I think I'm really boring and like really insecure and you know all this stuff and my clothes and my nails and makeup and all this stuff was a thing that I did to like cover up that whole thing so after all these years of becoming comfortable with actually who I am I feel like the brown hair is like the final piece of like this is literally well, me I now. I think you look beautiful. Thank you. You look honestly not as you, well I don't know maybe I've got makeup on but you don't look like a little you've got bit a tiny but you look so beautiful Thank and natural. You. 
Doesn't Thank she? You. Yeah. She really likes to objectify her. I love guests. it. I yeah. couldn't give a shit. She looks gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Do you think people take you more seriously now you've got dark hair? Because I find they do. I don't know yet because <laughs> you've never been blonde, mum. So no. you wouldn't know. You literally wouldn't know. Do you know what? Probably. I I definitely. Probably, but I've only had it like a week, so I haven't had to test it out yet. But I have experienced like people just looking at me and not recognizing me straight away. And that's then they probably go, quite like, nice, nice yes, yeah, nice, it is nice. I just love it, I love it. But the weirdest thing is, a lot of people have come up to me and said, Oh, your hair, do you like it? Oh, and I'm like, God, Yeah, people <laughs> say the weirdest what? things, it's so weird. So they're essentially saying they don't, yeah, like they it. don't. Three they're people, shut yesterday. up. I well, know. I think they're taken by surprise. You were, you were, was it the capital? Yeah. How was that? That was amazing. I've done it like, oh God, fifteen times now. That's because you're so a many massive times. pop star. Yeah, but this, um, this one was extra special. I think with what I just said, the whole process of yeah. like becoming comfortable and confident and all that, and just, I've never properly danced or done any routines or just felt like I deserved. Or like comf- I was comfortable there, and I just that was the first time I was like, oh, I didn't feel nervous at all. I just felt like I was ready for it, and I did dancing, which was a new thing, in the brown hair, and it was all good. Babes, I'm telling you, choreography is the way forward for making you feel better on stage as well, because you don't have to think about the voice for one moment. Yeah. So you're thinking about the dance moves, and then the voice just comes because it's your natural gift. True, and then but then after the dance moves happen. That, I struggled after that because I was out of breath. <laughs> oh my God, I know. The thing that I, and you're, I'm sure you know all these tricks, you just re- lean on your backing singers for certain extra bits. Mm. And I don't know, like... Let the audience sing. I did that a lot in Rockabye oh, yesterday. Yeah. I was like, sing! <laughs> so, so you did like line dancing almost. Yeah. And you were a cowgirl. Yeah. Full on cowgirl outfit. And but it was a really hot day, babe. <laughs> I was wet. You Did had you a wear lot of layers. I wore, like, they were jeans, but like the style of a cow girl. Yeah. And I was so confused because afterwards I was like, I had loads of dancers all dressed as cow. And this is a problem because when I come off stage, I was like, all my dancers were cow, but get, but people. Cow yeah. cow people. I don't know. Yeah, cow you know people. what I mean? So yeah. I was like, cow people. And I was like, the cows. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> so it was all a bit awkward. But it was so hot. And it was everyone who went before me on stage was just saying all the time, I'm so hot, it's so hot, are you okay, are you hot? And I was like, I'm not gonna say that when I get on stage, but I was fucking hot. So you didn't say it? No, but I was like, I'm sweating. But the beads of sweat it's rolling down. Sweat, wet. It comes through your head, doesn't it? I had a hat on, and then it stopped. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, why And then why it they starts these? to come down your head and yep. trickle. Yeah, I all know All wet one. there. I had a whole sweat patch <laughs> under there. <laughs> Underneath the boots yeah. is just that so was unfair, isn't it? It was, it was good. Um, so life's pretty good. Yeah. Album's nearly out. Yeah, it's coming. Twenty eighth of July. Do you feel like I feel like you're in you're in promo mode at the moment yeah. and it is full on. Yeah. I'm out of promo mode and it feels really good, babe. So yeah, don't worry, I'll see you on the other side. In August, you're literally just gonna be in your pants on your bed watching I'll be reality having a wine. TV. Yeah, you'll be having a wine. Yeah, exactly. But um no, you know what? I I struggled so much of this whole career, like before COVID, I was struggling, I was angry, I was tired, I was just done. I was like, this is too hard, it's too stressful. And then COVID happened and I was like, oh, 
I'm not going to complain about that again. <laughs> so since coming out of that, I feel like it's just taken on a whole new thing. So, so I don't know your story. How, how, when did you start singing? So you you grew up, where did you grow up? Grew up in Essex. Essex yeah. girl. I'm an Essex girl. And, and a karate. Karate is yes. like, sh she could kick any of our asses. Yeah, I'm three times world champion karate. Yes, yeah, so watch your mouth, God. Mum. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Not my mouth we've got to worry oh, about, Mrs. True, yeah, true. Yeah. When did you do all your karate? How old were you? So karate, I started when I was nine. But I, I went to a dance school from the age of like two and a half. Because my sister was four years older. So as soon as she went, I just So followed. was your mum in the business? Nope. But they just wanted you to learn... Wanted me to, to get out of the house. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Did you have a lot of energy? Yeah, I was, yeah, hyperactive as hell. But... I went every Saturday, did that. Then I got an, an agency with the dance school. Then I did musical theatre. So that was the first. Do you like musical theatre? Love theater? it. I love it. Which which have been your parts? I was little Eponine, little Cosette in Les Mis. Wow. Oh my goodness! And then I did when Whistle Down the Wind was about. I did uh, Charity and Brat. So you've actually been on the West End. Yes. You were in the West End from what age? From I first got Little Eponine when I was six. And then I was last in Whistle Down the Wind when I was 11. So, babes, like, no wonder you're a bit tired. You've been working <laughs> My since you were six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it was fun then. So did you, did that interfere with education? Did you have to have a tutor? Or did you then manage to resume kind of mainstream school? I carried on, but they let me out for, like, the matinees. They just didn't really care, I don't think. They were just like, oh. It was a different time, wasn't it? Yeah, so they were fine with it. And I just did that. Then started karate when I was nine. Then went, was doing them both at the same time. Then stopped the musical theatre, concentrated on karate. And then went to college and did... BTEC Performing Arts. So I was always planning to do musical okay. theatre. That was like my aim, because I so love it. So when did you discover your voice? Um, I think when I was at college, I started doing like open mic nights and everyone was like, oh my God, your voice is so unique. And I was like, is it? I just like singing. I didn't really, I didn't ever think about what I actually sounded like. I just knew I could sing in and tune. And what music were you listening to? All over the place. I mean, Alanis Morissette, Christina Aguilera, Paul Weller, okay. a bit of everything, really. Um, and then after college was when I was auditioning for, like, musical schools. And I just don't know what it was, but I just was like, I don't think this is right for me. And I, I felt like my voice was a bit different to the girls who were auditioning. And I was, like, lower, obviously. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure. And I met randomly one of the, pian the guys in my class was a pianist. And he was teaching this lady piano and she was a songwriter and she needed someone to sing her songs to pitch out to people. So I went to the studio and sang her songs did for demos her. Yeah, for did her. the demos and the, the engineer spoke to the label and was like, you have to listen to this girl sing. So that was the first thing that happened and I went in. How old were you then? I was maybe 19. And I went in and they just signed me to my, their management and I went out just writing songs from that point, which I didn't know how to do. So um, I, I knew of you from Rudimental, mm -hmm. where you were a vocalist with yep. Rudimental. How far into you being signed was that? I actually weren't signed at that point. Oh. I was just with management and okay. publishing. I didn't have a record deal. So I was, I guess I started that when I was about 23. I think. So I started touring then and then 
and then I signed when I think I was 24, 25. Do you think, you've done kind of, you've worn every kind of hat in performance. Mm. From like competitive sport, to yeah. musical theatre, to dance vocalist, to being a solo singer, like it being a, a judge like you know you've, <laughs> yeah. done, you've done it all and like I think that seems quite similar to me in lots of respects and I, for me I really enjoy the fact that I've been able to do lots of different things mm-hmm. and I kind of appreciate them as I get older yeah um but is there any kind of time where you you know when you've been going when you were going through a tough time before COVID and stuff is there any time that you go back to and you think god that was a good time like in music and where maybe it felt carefree, where you didn't have to think about everything? Or do you feel like that's right now? Um, right now, for sure. That's so nice. As a soloist. I think yeah. when I was singing for Rudimental, I was carefree because it wasn't my music and yeah. I weren't kind of being judged for me individually. It was like the whole crew. Mm. So I was happy as Larry then and I didn't need to do any promo either, so I just slept and sang. I know. Do, do you still go to musicals? Yeah. Jesse's yeah. going on Wednesday. I'm going to see Guys and Dolls. Oh, nice. The new production of Guys and Dolls apparently is amazing. amazing. Really? Um, oh, this is a child. You all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've not seen... <laughs> you, you are lying. You just wanted to see who was downstairs. Say hello to Anne-Marie. Hello. Anne-Marie's really cool. We're actually in the middle of something, so what would you like? A drink? Yeah. Can you say hello, please? Yeah. Look at her when you say hello. She's Okay. Could, you like a drink? could I have a kiss, darling? And look who's here. Gaga. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Okay, I'm going to get you a drink, all right? <laughs> I need to know if you could be one character in a musical that your mm. best part, which one would you play? Or have you done that with Les Mis? I think I would probably choose Eponine in Les Mis. You would? Yeah. Because I was little Eponine. Yeah, and so, you would like to be the big one. Yeah. And I did like... Brat in Whistle Down the Wind, that was fun. But, yeah, I think Eponine is my favourite. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, let's get let's get into food. Yes. Anne-Marie, you have some really <laughs> annoying <laughs> requests. Oh. Jazz, your wonderful manager who I adore and who also organises the greatest party. Has she ever organised one of your parties before? Yeah, she's just good at organising everything. She's great, really. yeah. However, Jazz Sherman uh, sent us your little thingies. Hates coriander. I hate it. You've got the thing that uh, Clara, Clara Ampho's got. Hates it. What the? It's she, she calls, calls it the devil's. Herb. L- yeah, the devil's herb. It just it ruins every other flavour for me. Soapy. It's just we- I I I don't know, but if it if it's like the tiniest little piece in a f- meal, I will it will just ruin the whole thing. Okay, we have no coriander tonight. Fantastic. Now you're a vegan. Well. Who eats cream. Well, she says well. Yeah, she, I know. Well. She did that Paloma Faith well, well when you'd cook oh, yeah. the vegan. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Let me well, tell you the I'm story. I'm not always vegan. Yeah, I'd says, like to yeah. hear this story. I'll tell you the story. Right, My, me and food have had a weird relationship. So okay. from young, I have eaten just sandwiches. I grew up on sandwiches. I love sandwiches. I love sandwiches yeah. too. I love sandwiches. They're the best things ever. And my mum and dad actually went to the doctor's about it once because they were like she just eats sandwiches and bread this is like a children's book you should write this book yeah the you little sh- girl that only eats sandwiches yeah. okay. just another hat That's to wear fine. jazz yeah. make it happen um, okay. so they, he was like is she growing okay is she fine they were like yeah and what was in the sandwich well mostly Philadelphia cheese that's it Philadelphia cheese and then for breakfast I'd have um, peanut butter on toast and for dinner I'd have two Philadelphia cheese sandwiches so no fruit or veg no nothing so 
after that phase happened, I started eating chicken and prawns. Like that was my boundaries. And then, but I, I think this all happened because I have a phobia of sick. So I was scared to put anything in my mouth that I thought would make me sick, like okay. vomit. I've okay. got a phobia of that. So I was always a bit weird around food. Okay. And then when I started touring, I felt so out of place because everyone was going out to meals and I was like, oh, I'm just going to order Caesar salad That's on the room service. <laughs> so I felt a bit weird. And then I watched a documentary called, um, oh, what was it? Wow. Oh, What the Health, right? And oh, the vegan one. I don't know. Yes, it must yeah. be because I went vegan after that. Okay. And I was like, why am I, why am I putting food in my body that, that I don't need? Right, and I and I only ate chicken and prawn sometimes, so it weren't as if I was removing things. Uh-huh. But the problem was, I didn't eat any vegetables, so yeah, I that's removed. That's a bit of a problem. Yeah, I removed everything, even Philadelphia cheese. So now you were just bread. I was eating bread, but peanut butter is vegan, so I was fine. I was eating yeah. peanut butter on toast, right? And then I gradually. What age are we at? We're oh, in our twenties now. I'm at twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay. And then, <laughs> and um, I then. F- forced myself to eat every vegetable and now I love vegetables oh, and I was God. I was vegan for four or five years yeah and then I ate Philadelphia one day and I was like <laughs> really can't happy. do it anymore so you are predominantly vegan however yes. you can eat cream if it's in a something yeah if I don't do know you, it's there if you do you eat cheese <laughs> Philadelphia cheese, yeah. I have got some Philadelphia in the fridge if you want to put some on. Okay. Do you eat <laughs> fruit? I eat fruit, yeah. Okay, so I've made tonight's dinner. Yes. You said you like veggie moussaka. Yes. You have not got veggie moussaka. You've got a version of. It's a stuffed aubergine. Perfect. It's got some pui lentils in there. Right. I'm scared. No, now. no, I know. I'm, I'm scared, scared too. No, it's like, it's got, it's got. <laughs> you don't have to eat I've got toast, babe. I've got toast. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just, she's looking terrified now. I'm terrified, but good. So you've really... You've, you've... It's got peppers, it's got walnuts, she it's got three like lentils, those things. it's got some breadcrumbs. She's she tapping likes her normally, <laughs> She likes normal I, vegetables, she darling. Yeah. It's a stuffed fucking aubergine. Yeah. It's basically a deconstructive veggie masaka bag. Yeah, great. You can try it. I'm going to try it. Some... I'm going to give you a tiny bit so it doesn't There's look... There's no yogurt in it or anything. There's no yogurt. Yeah, fine. Now, I have some sides as well. Right. I have a potato salad. Mm-hmm. Some Love that. Red onion. Now I've tried to make it creamy, but without the cream. <laughs> now I'm scared. I'm not a fucking vegan chef and you don't particularly <laughs> like that much food. Right, so I've done. <laughs> it's, it's tinned artichokes. Yeah, love artichokes. With tahini and lemon. She's, she's gone. Tahini. I, I lost her. I lost her at tahini. No, you've I lost, lost her. Why did you I have to put it on yet? So Jesse, did you I not know. see there was a clue in all the things that she wanted plain things? Mm. My favourite was when they were like, she really loves hash browns yes. and, and egg. Yeah, I know. That's a new thing as well. I've, I've put into I should have just diet. done a fry up really, shouldn't I? Yeah, I've, I'm obsessed with, um, with breakfast burritos at the moment. Where'd you get it's them just a from? shame because it's not breakfast now, Anne-Marie. Well, so I didn't know whether that could work, but maybe I should have just... Yeah, no, I'm going to love this. I don't know if you are. She's so I'm going to give you really I small amounts. Should I keep the sauce on the side? Why don't you let her help yeah. herself? <laughs> okay, I've got vegan butter, if you prefer Fantastic, that. So yeah. maybe you can just have a bowl of spuds with some vegan butter mm-hmm. or olive oil. Mm-hmm. And then I've got griddled courgette. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah like okay. that. Okay, and I was going to put that on a bed of coconut yogurt. No, maybe I shouldn't do no, that. No, 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 forget it. Okay, and she knows me more. Yeah, I think because... 
Jesse never get. Jesse can't leave point? it. Just less is more, darling. Why don't you let her choose her I own? I think she's going to get really sad when she sees these stuffed aubergines. Why? Because uh, I'm worried they. I, well, I, they're I'm going to put it in my mouth. Okay, you may not stay in Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I do. I'm going to feel so bad. Well, what's your celebration meal? If you go out with your family, it's a big birthday, your album gets to number one straight away and you're celebrating, what would be your celebration oh, meal? I don't know. I normally, this is the thing, you said about the breakfast burritos, I, I cook them, and I, but I had one in LA and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. So then I started cooking them myself. I don't know what my celebratory meal would be. Probably pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Oh, do you like pizza? Yeah, I love Jessie, pizza. Jessie, she loves pizza. I'm a child, basically. Okay, fine. I have so a palate of a five-year-old. So, so you, if you went out with your family for a birthday, yeah. do you go? You don't go to fancy restaurants. No, you I go to a Mexican and have a burrito. Yeah. Or you have a big pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so normally, I I get people to come around mine, and we have the dinner Not, there. Yeah. yeah. But I normally like. I'd get a tie or uh, a pizza and that and a you Chinese have all and different that. things. So everyone yeah. can just pick at everything. Is that a big bunch of coriander there? No, it isn't. <laughs> it's green salad, but it does have some herbs in it. But what kind of herbs? <laughs> dill? Do you hate dill? No, I like dill, yeah. Okay, parsley. That's not right. coriander. And a bit of basil. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That, so, that makes pesto, doesn't it? That yeah. 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 Do you like pesto? I like pesto. I've got oh. some vegan pesto. Yeah. Would you like me to put them with your potatoes? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. thank God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you cook? Yes. What do you cook? What's your best dish? I normally cook, I like miso aubergine with rice. Oh, wow. Yeah. I do my own pizzas with like Have you got a pizza oven? Yeah, I do, but I haven't used it yet. Do, do you have a, a house with a garden? Yeah. Yeah, Jessie's got a pizza oven down there. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I'm, I'm excited to do that. It does feel a bit long, though, with the wood and stuff. So when you're on The Voice and everyone's got a rider, yeah. what is on your rider, man, Marie? Peanut butter, bread, <laughs> toaster, <laughs> avocado. Oh, right. Because I do like I've got crackers. Avocado. I'm going to give you some avocado. I'm just going to give you a picnic <laughs> of the shit you like. Okay. So I like crackers with like the caramelised onion hummus and yeah. the, and avocado and sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah. One of my favourite snacks. Okay. So I have that on the rider. Crisps I love. I'm like obsessed with crisps. I love crisps too. And then the bread and, and peanut butter. But I do, I, I order food in as well. Like I like Nando's and stuff like that. Chicken? No, no. There's like a plant version. Is there? Yeah. Where do you go on holiday? <laughs> I normally and go do you choose it because of the cuisine? <laughs> no, but I do get worried every time I go on holiday. Like, do you? I'm like, I'm not. Uh, what if I can't find a Philadelphia? So, but you, you could take it with you. Yeah, I know. I've done that before as well. So on Philadelphia is still really important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes me really happy. Would you yeah. like some Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to fake a point. I'm just letting you know. I no, love I it. Would you like some? I mean, like. I could eat it off a spoon. I mean, babes, well, she you can have it. Because you, at the moment, have got a really little amount of food. There's a whole so. aubergine coming. It's going to be well, fine. I'm She's going to try it. Because I, I, I don't think you're going to... Right. You don't think I'm going to like the insides. I like courgette. Courgette I love. I like yeah. doing um, pesto courgette pasta. Oh, nice. Courge, whatever. <laughs> 
Thank you. I've given you a tiny bit okay. of the stuffed aubergine. Oh, it looks okay. great. Okay, good. This right. is lovely. I love cordite. Good. I'm going to wait till you see. Right. And you can have more amberette. It looks lovely. Thank I'm going to love it. Okay, great. Amberette, I kind of feel like we may have your last supper already. Yeah. <laughs> and it may be sandwich face. Yes. I would say, honestly, if someone said give me your last meal right now, it would be a Philadelphia sandwich with no butter. White or brown bread? White bread, Philadelphia. I, I sometimes put Philadelphia on one side and, and peanut butter on the other side. Okay, the, a nice little combo, yeah. yeah. That's really good. But honestly, I just, I don't know what it is. I, after have not having it for so long, every time I put it in my mouth, I'm just so... Happy. So happy. <laughs> Well, do you know, they'll probably be sending you loads of Philadelphia after this podcast. <laughs> the face of Philadelphia. I'm right with that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I really like it. Right. Would you like some salad? Should, a little bit. Should Maybe, we just, yeah. just to colour the plate? This is, I used to be, like everyone used to say, oh, beige, beige. Oh, my plate used to just be beige. It's not anymore, is it? Mm-mm. It's green. <laughs> <laughs> I've stepped it up. You're quite a homebody. Yeah. That's because I haven't got used to being, like, this new person yet. I'm just still used to hiding in my hole. It's funny because... On you the outside, I'm so confident. Yeah, and, and and that's not said with it's it's said with kind of inspiring mm. and confident, such a sense of yourself. Mm. You know, make brilliant music, like have s- such confidence. And I think I think of you as kind of one of our like most important stars. Do you know what I mean? Aww. Like you've always got something to say, and it feels yeah. like it, it's you're great on the voice. Thank you. No, I think that's... I, I, I'm i happy, though, that that's the case because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to project that in case anyone was watching and they felt a way that they could see me being that way and they would take it on, you know? Because I, I, it, it, behind closed doors, I was literally a hermit because I couldn't leave the house from anxiety. So, like, it's, I didn't want to then put that out, but I definitely did speak about it to yeah, people yeah. just in case, you know... They there's sometimes when fans would run up to me and I'd run away because I was right. literally scared and I I didn't want people to think that I was being an arsehole yeah. so I I would end up explaining myself and letting people know but my end goal has always been to 
be that person that you have seen, you know? So it wasn't as if it was fake. It was no. just who I was, no. you know, trying to be. But, but um, did doing the voice kind of exacerbate the anxiety or did it help? I don't know, because... Mm, that was that was a crazy one because at the time, the first time they asked me to do it, I was still in that place of like, why would anyone even want my autograph? Like not oh understanding God. it. So I was like, why are they asking me to do it? I don't know. I don't know enough kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I started doing it, I think that was actually a big part of the transformation. Like realising that I actually have got a lot of knowledge from being in the industry for so long. You do. And my confidence grew so much throughout that first series. That's amazing. So, yeah, I do. I, I owe that a lot, actually. And you've got Ollie on there. Yeah, Ollie. Yeah. And uh, we had him on the podcast. Oh, He's really yeah. sweet. He's like another Essex boy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. We've also had Will I Am. And yeah. we've had Tom Jones. No way. Oh, no, no, we've had the whole panel. The yeah. whole panel. Yeah, I love them. Um, so, so we've got. Have we got the? Have you have you got a sweet tooth at all, Amory? Yeah, I well, do. Um, well, chocolate I love. Mm -hmm. Just in general, any chocolate. Um, not bounty because I don't really like. Oh, I love yeah. bounty. Yeah, I like coconut, but chocolate and coconut okay. weird. Um, but chocolate definitely, and then sweets I can just eat and eat and eat. So it's kind of bad, and I've I've stopped it recently actually. Because I can eat a lot, even though it seems like I don't like many things. The things I do like, I can eat yeah. a lot of. Best chocolate bar then. Hmm. I've been eating just a normal dairy milk bar at the moment, but it has been double decker for a while. I love um, double decker. Mm, and crunchy. Oh yeah. I love a crunchy. Oh yeah. But I'm more of a crisp girl. Over What's the flavour? Prawn cocktail or salt and vinegar. I've been eating discos a lot lately. But they Great. burn my actual <laughs> mouth. They're fantastic. <laughs> you don't drink, so what drink of choice would you have with your... I drink your... a lot of water. But if I'm going to push the boat out, I'll have a Coke. <laughs> my, my drink of choice was a Malibu and Coke. Malibu. Or Disserano and Coke. I'm, that's, a, that's where my sweet tooth comes in, alcohol. Because it was like... The Serrano, WKD, anything sweet, strawberry daiquiri. So, you stopped drinking like eight months ago. Yeah, October last year. Do you feel better for it then? Like, is it was it to the point where you needed to kind of rein it in, or was it did it help with the anxiety, like getting yeah. a level on that? And I stuff? guess so. I haven't really thought about it in that way. But I, I again, I'm quite a same with food. If I like something, I do it and eat it or whatever a lot. So when it comes to alcohol, I think. You know, after a show, you know, going out with your friends. Mm -hmm. It just seems to be there all the time in my life throughout touring and stuff. And I just stopped. I don't know what it was. I think, I mean, it didn't help with my phobia of sick that I was, like, getting drunk and then being scared of being sick in the morning. That didn't really help anyway. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll remove that fear yeah. from my life. And, yeah, just stopped everything. Just sober from absolutely everything bad basically apart from chocolate have you got any vices um besides chocolate lego <laughs> oh my goodness Marie, this is so revealing you're not a foodie but you're a fucking geek yeah i'm a geek i love it have you done the bouquet of lego yet yeah i've done that I've done that in lockdown i've done a whole town 
Oh my god. Yeah, you can buy a whole like separate parts of town. So I've got like a library, a police station, a jazz bar, and I've got it all connected together. Wait, which room is this in, in your well, house? Oh yeah, that's a problem. I've got a games room, but I have no space, so it's on the table at the moment. But eventually I want to do have a whole room of it. Did you always love Lego? No, I loved jigsaw puzzles first. Okay. I was obsessed with jigsaw puzzles. And then I got introduced to Lego... And I was like, this is way better. Because it's like an actual creation, you know? Do you follow the thing, the instructions? Yeah. yeah. But I love that. I love following... I love, like, building Ikea. Do you know what I mean? I love building wardrobes and drawers and <laughs> just building stuff. We're very, we're very different, Give her a flat pack. Yeah, give me a flat pack. Hey, hey this is great to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit like that. Do your mates all come to you and say, I've just bought something... <laughs> Can you come round and give us a hand? No, but I'd like it if they did. <laughs> okay, Jessie, now you know. Yeah. I really want to know about the sick phobia, but I feel like it's the wrong No, don't, Jessie. Oh, you can if you it. want. I don't get it. don't make me feel away. No. Talking about it. Really? Yeah, yeah, for real. Do you know, someone... did you ever watch that Hunsnet one when the, the mm. woman went on this morning um, for a fear of custard? No. And he went, so what is it about custard? She goes, because <gasps> is it the love? <laughs> no way. It's, it's amazing, but so now I'm just thinking about you and the custard lady. No, it doesn't make me be sick. If I see some someone do it, it don't make me do so it. So have you managed to not be sick for a very, very long time? Yeah. I, I've That's tried remarkable. hypnotherapy. I've done therapy. I mean, I think I've been sick twice in maybe 20 years. Wow. Yeah. But it's um, it's bad. Like... I've had it since I was young, and I, there was a point, I think I was 12, I was at a uh, a karate competition in Blackpool, and we went on all the rides, and I was on the waltzer. Oh, I hate the waltzers. Yeah. They're the bugger. Yeah, someone was in my thing, cup, or whatever no, it was, no, stop. with the hand to the mouth, yeah. and I was like, don't worry, chill out, chill out, it's fine, it's fine, and then... And then Did it touch you? No, 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 because... So basically, what happens, yeah... My body actually thinks it's going to die. So I just so shut like, down. So you have a panic attack. And my body just does whatever it needs to do to get away, right? So I, in my head, see the ride slowing down because I'm saying to the guy, please stop the ride. So in my head, I'm like, he stopped it. So I just step off it because I think it stopped and it's still going full pelt. So this is how bad it is because I've been like on motorways in the middle seat and like people are like, oh, uh, I feel a bit sick and I just get out, I just go to get out the door. But that's quite dangerous. It's so dangerous, yeah. So like when I tell people about this, everyone goes, oh, everyone, oh yeah, no yeah. one likes sick. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I can't stop my body from what it's doing in that moment. I don't think I've ever seen it come out of someone's mouth. That's how I'm so... Like aware of it that if someone coughs, I I get over the other side. I can't go on public transport, can't go on buses, um, trains are scary for me because I can't to be get. Fair, off. I've never seen anyone sick on a bus or a train. Have you? I think I have been sick on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse suffers with car sickness. Oh yeah, that's a see, it's a bad thing. Have you made dessert? You know what? Luckily, I haven't. <laughs> what would have been the point? I have got, <laughs> what have you got? vegan ice, ice creams, chocolate ice cream. Oh, nice. She, look, she's perked up. Yeah. Yeah. You've got two options. You've got Ward's Melon Rocket. Mm. You've got Caramel Peanut. Oh, that's going to be you. Caramel Peanut, yeah. please. Caramel Peanut. Cool. It was actually delicious, by the way. Right, cheers. What was the other to one? To getting through the what main the other one, and trying some things. A watermelon one. A watermelon one? 
Or I've got honeycomb, vegan honeycomb. Oh, oh you do like crunchy. Do you want a little bowl she of that? I have too? two of that. I'll, I'll have that after, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> She's thrilled now. <laughs> These vegan? Yeah. These are so good, Jude. Have you ever had them? Babe, they're so good. So, what was it like being with um, Shania Twain? Apparently, she makes a really good hummus, I heard. We didn't talk about hummus. We, um, <laughs> basically, I wrote the song last year mm. as a solo song, and my label are very into me doing collaborations all the time. That like, it's just, you know, they love it. And I do love it. So, mm. when this album came about, I was thinking about like who to collaborate with and when the when I wrote the song it's kind of country and I was like who would make sense here and I said to Jazz just send it to Shania's team and just see what they say you know and she was like oh, I've heard nothing back heard nothing back she's busy she's touring you know and I was like just one last time just see what she says and she sent and she heard it and was like I love it I'm in the studio in London for one more day and then I fly home so come to the studio and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe what is happening. So went there, she was amazing, so warm, so bubbly and just like, yeah. so excited still, you know, to mm -hmm. like make music mm -hmm. and it was so lovely, lovely to see, yeah. And we just had loads of fun and just recorded it, done some vocals together, went to uh, Nashville the other day to do the music video. Yeah. Just as you do. Wow. Yeah. But she did her bit in Nashville and I did my bit in Kent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, they brought it together. Well, exactly. So we filmed it like a, an old Western movie, basically. Amazing. So the cutting and images and all that stuff is very cut, you know, it's like eyes and ding, 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 you know, hand on the yeah. gun and stuff. So it was kind of easier to do it. But I still went there to like, film some bits with her but because weirdly nashville don't have any western sets they just have fields so i was like i can't do a whole western video in a field dressed like cowgirls it just like didn't make sense to me so we found this set in kent which is a whole town you know in the movies where it's like the tumbleweed mm -hmm. and the, the shops just in some woman's back garden no stop i swear her name is jolene and no, she, stop! Yeah, yeah. And she made this set in her garden. And it's just with Can't all the horses. It. It's crazy. It's amazing. So I went there and did a whole video there. So, yeah, that's just being edited now. So that was fun. Yeah. That's wild. Shout out, Jolene. Shout out, Jolene. Yeah. And she just lives her life like a Western movie. Yeah. In Kemp. Yeah. Is it her real name? Yeah, it's her real name. <laughs> <laughs> I really so love she's it. had to live up to it. I think Jolene. that's what yeah. the, yeah. I think that's what Did she wear done. a cowgirl hat and she things? She was pretty normal, actually. She had to do that. And she was so Essex. It was funny, actually. <laughs> Are you going to Glastonbury this year? I was going to, but I don't know. Um, I went last year. And my, Did you play last year? No, I didn't. I lost both of my big toenails. How? From oh. walking so much, I think. I had Doc Martens on, and it just... Oh, banged against them. Yeah. yeah. Never experienced it before. They've only just grown back. Oh, so I was like, I'm not going again until go next year. <laughs> have to have toenail protectors. <laughs> yeah. But I do love Glastonbury. It's the best, I think. It is the greatest, yeah. isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, do you think you've got good table manners, Anne-Marie? Um, <laughs> no. I don't think so. I think I burp a lot. 
and I and I because I do it so much. I don't think I realise when I'm doing it now. So I do. I, do I haven't do heard it. you back tonight. No, that's good. Before <coughs> <laughs> you're gonna do it then. <laughs> <laughs> and no. what would be a nostalgic taste or scent that could bring you back, transport you to somewhere? I even need to ask that. Jess. It can't be peanut butter. Philadelphia. It can't be Philadelphia. <laughs> I remember once in Spain, my nan and granddad lived in Spain, mm. so I grew up going there. And I remember once I had a pizza with bolognese on top of it. And I always remember that. And that it, it's it a good memory. Yeah, good memory. Okay. And you take it back and you remember all these things. And I actually got a henna tattoo on my leg and it's stained my leg ever since. No, stop. I've I still to got see it. it. No, stop. Yeah. What was I don't the know pit? if you How old were you? No, it was just like a little, you know, one of those tribal things. Oh, no. <laughs> stop. I was about I'm seven, angry. I think. <laughs> Let's see if it's still there. There. Oh, my God. I see really? that. I can see it like ever so Look, slightly. See, it was like that. It was just a strip. Wow, you've I, got bet very were, skin. I bet your parents were. I bet your parents were like. I don't feel like it. I don't care. <laughs> What's your favourite tattoo at the moment of yours? I have one on my leg that's a girl sitting at a desk and it says, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I feel like that's my life at the moment. You know, I just thought of this memory. This isn't food, but it's kind of food. Yeah. So I grew up in a flat till I was about three, and I have I remember this completely. I walked into the bedroom. Me and my sister shared a bedroom, and there was like brown liquid on the side and my sister was like lick that and I was like what is it she's like it's coke coca-cola spilt it can you lick it so I went like that and licked it it was battery acid god no, you know, so wonder you've been traumatized <laughs> that had come out of a battery yeah and my tongue just Burned. sizzled and I just ran into my mum I was like mum I need some water I need some water but I didn't tell her why because I was like, I don't want to get my sister in trouble. And I didn't tell her until I, I was be, like... I would be dobbing <laughs> on that sister. I was like, it wasn't until like secondary school. And she was like, and I just come out of it. And she was like, you could have died. Like, why did you not You could have died. But it's only the tiniest bit, but it made my tongue really... Like, Even oh if you God. lick a battery, it's got yes. that soury, burny thing. That's what it tastes You're like. Times shit bag sister. I know, but she's, she gets away with everything. Everything. I was the devil child. Yeah, she's she's a perfect child. How's your tongue now? You know, don't know. <laughs> Not sure if it, if I'd known any different now. Maybe we should blame the fact that your palate isn't that like because extensive of because of the battery acid, babe. So your your album comes out when? Twenty eighth of July. So you won't be able to go on your summer hole straight off, will you? No, I think I'm Closing going parties. to. When am I going to Ibiza? August thirtieth. August thirtieth. Lovely. So a little little month after it. Yeah, a month after. So that'll be good. I want to talk about the title, Unhealthy. Yeah. Where does that come from? Well, from my food dietaries. But also, I'm, I feel like, because I'm quite an obsessive person, I mm. feel like most of my thoughts are unhealthy about everything. Well, the, the, the previous album, Therapy. Yeah. So then this moves into unhealthy. Yeah. So, like, therapy wasn't doing what it had done for you before. You'd written, no. you put all your kind of um, therapy into writing songs. Mm. So un unhealthy, yeah, is, yeah, it's kind of... Well, this is the story, because all about how my... Sorry, that just <laughs> So basically when I started therapy, that was in lockdown. So that's when I started writing the second album. Mm -hmm. So it was all very much based around 
self-improvement, you know, figuring out my brain and all these techniques that my therapist was telling me. And I felt like I went into therapy because I was quite numb to emotion. And then I came out of therapy numb to emotion in another way, in the, in the sense of I'd learned so much on how to understand everything and deal with things. So I just didn't feel like extreme anger or extreme sadness or extreme happiness anymore. I was, I was back on the middle road, mm. um, but in an, obviously the most end of the other end of the spectrum to what it started in. Mm. And I kind of missed feeling those ex extremities. Oh, is that a word? Extremes. Yeah. Extremes. No, extre extremities, extremities is a word though. Extremities, yeah, but yeah. Extremes. Yeah. Um, Again, so I, I stopped therapy. I do it every now and again, but not. it was like a weekly thing for years. Were you Zooming? Yeah, Zooming. Um, and I just started getting those emotions back, and it was so fun mm. to like have this new life with these extremes, and but still having the ability to understand and like cope with things. So it was like I'd mixed a bit but of the two. It's terribly, if you're so stable that you mm. don't feel any highs or yeah. lows. That's what it became. So the second album was very much like that. And, you know, calm and collected. And then I got out of the other end and I was like, oh, it's a bit boring now. <laughs> so in the process of this new album, I just wanted to feel everything again, you know. And I, I basically have done a journey of two relationships one which I came out of, which wasn't great, and then one which I've gone into, which didn't start great, because it was like an obsessiveness, unhealthiness, and now, and then at the end it kind of levels out. So it's like all of the phases of a relationship that you could imagine is put into the album. And potentially you thinking the new relationship. But Potentially also, wouldn't. It would be almost. But isn't that growth? Unhealthy. It's so, growth. But actually, yeah. it's worked out yeah. quite it's, lovely. It's growth in therapeutics terms. It's growth mm. to have gone manage things and then be able to manage the highs and lows again. Yeah. And you're in a happy place. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like you've shown more of yourself on this record? Mm. Or was that not even the? Was it not even about that? Was it? Was it about just? I think it was like... Personally feeling. I definitely feel like I was less scared to um, experiment mm. with stuff on this one. I feel like in the last two albums, I've definitely felt a way about staying in a lane. Like, if I don't sound like this or if I don't make a song that sounds like this, are they going to know it's Anne-Marie? You're like, will they recognise it? So you kind of stay in that bubble of... Also, let's be honest, Anne-Marie, like you'd had like some huge international success. Mm. And so I guess when you have that success it, and everyone's enjoying that success, mm. the suits and everyone, yeah. and you're a person that wants... To, you're told that you need to and want you should want to stay in that lane. Mm. I understand that. Like yeah. I understand I that that would be a feeling that would... You know, but we've had other musicians on who say the same thing. Mm. I mean, I think Ollie Murs, for example, said he was worried about his new album coming out because he had really forgotten whether he should be who he always has been, mm. whether he should try something new. I mean, it's definitely yeah. easier to stay in the lane. I definitely think my label and people around me were a bit worried about me going, 
I'm going to try new stuff, you know. It's scary for people because it is, I've been doing something that works. It just has worked. But it's not as if, it's not as if I've changed completely. It just feels like every song had the freedom to just be whatever it wanted to be. Did you work with different people? Yeah, I did work with different people, actually, yeah. Did you stop listening to the label so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, de I definitely did. I, I've always been outspoken with, with the people around me and, like, sure in what I want, but there is always that sense of me that's like, oh, I do want to be successful, I do want my music to be heard by everyone, so what is the the compromise, you know? And I feel like in this album I was just like, whatever. You know, I'm just going to do whatever I want and hopefully my voice is recognisable enough now to, you like... You <laughs> are loved and recognised <laughs> and celebrated. Yeah. I feel like you could do whatever you want, Amelie. Yeah, I feel very lucky. I feel like the voice definitely helped with expanding that into my actual personality, you know, people seeing me and not just hearing the music because I try and put a lot of personality into the songs... <laughs> But it's hard, you know, you can only do so much. So the voice definitely helped with that. I feel like, I just feel very loved. I do feel very loved by everyone, actually. I've got very good people online and, you know, crowds are really nice to me. I just, yeah, I feel happy. Because you've never been a dick and you're <laughs> talented. And well, am I? <laughs> okay, but like, you've never changed. You've always been the same. Yeah. You've always been the same. Um, and I think that, that yeah, that, it's amazing that you're feeling like this yeah. on this new record. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, it's hard because you don't want it to sound cliche because I feel like every time someone gets to the third album, they're like, oh, this is the most me it's ever been. But I, I've always, recently I've been saying, like, with the whole therapy thing, I feel like when you grow up, you try and, like, find, you find yourself and, like, have all the answers or find what you're here for you know you do that as you get older and I just feel like I'm just sick of that now I don't really want to know who I am I just want to just get on with it yeah live every day and just have fun and make music and tour and everything you, are you looking forward to touring mm -hmm. you enjoy is, that you know what's mad this tour is going to be very theatrical great I'm going back to the musical theatre amazing yeah um all of my music's going to be kind of like made to be more theatrical sounding so it makes sense and the set design is going to be very like musical vibe you know like actually mean something instead of just screams and just me dancing in the middle which is I feel like what people expect of a pop girl but yes yeah, I'm excited about it definitely. I want to thank you for fitting this in when yeah. it's really full on at the moment. No it's all right and I loved it. Next time I will just give you a sandwich better. Thank you. Or pizza. I will be so happy with that. It's yeah. not, you don't have to even try. No. I, I, I mean, I know, I it's, next time. know it's not the point of the podcast, no, but you know. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly will not try next time. <laughs> I but, did love it though. But I, I love you, so you're forgiven. I love you. Um, but thank you. And good luck with the new record. Thank you. And and I just hope you enjoy yourself. I think it's, I f I'm sure you will. I think yeah. I was in a very similar place where you are. Um, and it's so freeing and brilliant when you stop kind of feeling like you need to people please and and um, and kind of I don't know it's really freeing and I mm. think you're about to have like the best best time on this run with the album and and touring and all of that so yeah enjoy it buckle up yeah thanks thank you.
lovely. So gorgeous. Love the black hair. Dark hair. The dark hair is fab. Gorgeous. The sliders were fab. I've never seen anything like that. She's her. just great. She's quirky, she's fantastic, she's... A kilt and a t-shirt and sliders. The t-shirt said, don't be a dick. Okay. Maybe that was like a subliminal message to, to us. To you. To me. <laughs> um, Anne-Marie, such a sweet girl. Unhealthy, her third album is out on the 28th of July. Um, go and listen to her new song with Shania Twain. Go and watch the performance back from Capital Summertime Ball. Um, she's doing it all. Hot stuff in those cowboy outfits. Thank you to Anne-Marie for coming over. I will give you that Philadelphia sandwich next time and it'll be much easier oh, for all of us. When you go to... I think I might take your children to a farm in Kent. Maybe I'll have a look out for Jolene's set. <gasps> that is such a good story. Um, we'll see you next week. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.